This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast, where we'll be reading through all four books in the Inheritance Cycle series, chapter-by-chapter, page-by-page. We'll also offer our own insights, theories, and first impressions of the wonderful world of Allegasia. May good fortune rule over you, may the stars watch over you, and may peace live in your heart. Hello and welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast where we talk about the Inheritance Cycle or Aragon books. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Shelby or Sheacup. And before we get started, just a quick reminder to leave us reviews on Apple or Spotify. If you leave us a five-star review and some words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. Also, you can come hang out with us on Discord. That link is in the episode description. So with that out of the way, let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about a costly mistake. In this chapter, Aragon and Brom finally decide to leave Tyrum when they're on the road. And then Aragon decides to go flying with Saphira. And while they're flying, they encounter a group of Urkels. And they're going to overtake Brom. And it's a really big, dramatic thing. And then Aragon tells Saphira, land in front of them, I have an idea. And so he does. And he very proudly proclaims that he's a dragon rider or whatever, the Urgles say that they're supposed to capture him and take them to their master. Uh, Then Aragorn insults said master, telling them that he will not go with them. And then a conflict arises, and Aragorn uses a spell, a word of power, Jirda, which means to, like, throw or break. And he throws the Urgles very, very far. And that is a very costly move because it uses almost all of his energy and we are left with Aragon blacking out at the end of the chapter. Lots of things happened. Lots of things. Before I get into my thoughts, I just wanted to say that I think it's really interesting the name of this chapter because I feel like Aragon doesn't realize the mistake he's made until the next chapter. Yes, very much so. Just my thought. But anyway, so I had like way more predictions for this chapter than I've had in a very long time, if maybe ever on this podcast. Wow. Like four. I have four predictions. One of them, I was like, I have too many. This one could fit in the next in the next chapter. So I just moved it over. But um, yeah. So are we ready to like get into my thoughts on this? Yeah, let's go on to it. I continue to love the werecat. He's easily becoming my favorite character. Easily. Um, I also thought it was notable that Brom is sassy AF at the beginning of this chapter and is basically calling out Jode's wife and gets the door like slammed in his face. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, basically, he's like, hey, like, I know you're upset, but my friend could really, and I know it's my friend's fault, but he could really use your love and support. So basically, don't be a, a jerk. And you'll catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And she slams the door in his face. Yes. Which is exactly what would happen if someone did that to you. I mean, sure, that's fair. But like, who does that to a person? I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But anyway, so I was cackling when Aragon starts questioning Braum, right? And Braum basically responds with, why are you the way you are? It had me rolling. But I did think this quote on page 256 um, was really important. And yeah, so this quote on page 256, I found really interesting given our previous conversations about Aragon's fate. Um, is he fated to have the egg or did he just accidentally stumble upon it right from the very first chapter? And then we expanded on that conversation a few chapters ago when Aragon met Angela and she basically read him his fate. And there are all these things, right? Well, this paragraph that I'm fixing to read further expands on that. Um, Aragon is questioning Brahm and is like, give me all the information. Tell me everything you know. And Brahm's like, okay, well, you need to know, like, you, you can't go back after I tell you this. And Aragon's like, okay, whatever. So the quote is this. Are you sure? Asked Brom. There are reasons for my secretiveness. I've tried to protect you by shielding you from forces that would tear you apart. Once you know of them and of their purposes, you'll never have the chance to live quietly. You will have to choose sides and make a stand. Do you really want to know? Do you really want to know? And Aragon responds to that and says, I cannot live my life in ignorance, said Aragon quietly. And then he basically does a whole huge lore dump about the Varden and Galbatorix and a bunch of other stuff. And I just think that that conversation is really, really significant because it really shows us Aragon is no longer just like venturing outside of his home. He's no longer on a new path. Like this is his first step into a world he's never seen before this is his first big step into a completely new realm of existence and brahm's right he's gonna have to pick sides right yeah um things are getting a lot more complicated for aragon and i think that there's this kind of like conversation that happens with Aragon and Brahm and he's like, wouldn't I be safer with the Varden? Wouldn't it be better for me to be with the Varden? And Brahm is like, no, like people are people basically. And you're no more safer at the Varden than you are trying to be in one of the main cities of the empire. Right. And like, there's this whole, whole conversation they have where Brahm is like, no, the Varden are not all good. And T- to me, that that has my literary senses tingling because I'm like, okay, well, if the Varden aren't all good, does that also imply that Galbatorix isn't all bad either? Mm. That remains to be seen. 
Um, but we do get so much lore dumping in this chapter. You know, we learn that officially the Varden are fighting the Empire, of course. But we also learn that Galbatorix, like after he um, made all of the dragon riders convert to his side or killed them, that he still had three dragon eggs left over. And now two dragon eggs since we know Safira has hatched. So um, I wrote in my notes, how the hell did Galbatorix lose an egg? But it explains it later in the chapter that, uh, you know, Braum himself sent a thief basically to steal one. And um, and anyway, read the chapter. You know what happens. But mm-hmm. I guess my question in this there are three dragon eggs left right how are they going to make babies like how are they going to repopulate the dragons even if they defeat galbatorix uh keep reading that is not a satisfying answer well keep reading okay um another thing that i noticed is and i wrote this in my notes but i i noticed Braum is much stronger and much more important than we've been led to believe thus far, obviously. And then I wrote my notes, dot, dot, dot. Is he ancient? (laughs) But I wanted, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we know from the chapter that Braum is not, like, is not aging. Yeah. Because of Joe's comments to him. Yeah. So who knows? Right. Who knows? Who even knows how old the man is? But um, I was going to add. We talk a lot about fate on this show, like was Aragon fated to have Safira where they fated to be together? But I think another important question to ask is. Was Brom fated to go to Carvajal? What do you think? It's a very interesting question. Um but, you know, we do know that, like, he's a big enemy of the Empire. And, like, he basically says, like, it's my fault. Like, the Razak came to Carvajal because they must have heard that rumors of me being here, you know. But I also come to the point of, like, also a little bit disbelief. Like, if Galbatorix knew this person who stole a dragon egg, who was able to outwit and outrun his most devoted followers was still alive and still out there and he had an inkling where he was, I feel like he would have come to Carvajal a lot sooner. I agree with that. I do very much agree with that. Another thing that really shows how powerful Brahm is, is that the Razak were afraid of him. I don't think I picked up on that originally. I think I was too overwhelmed and worried about Garrow and Aragon and Safira and, and all the stuff and all the things that were happening to really pick up on the like implications of, of the text but um that's a big deal right right and again confirmation sloan is the worst that man is in my burn book (laughs) this man is a skank ass do i have a burn book no but if i did he would be in there yes So I have another quote that I wanted to read um, because it just was like, wow, you're messed up. Page 260, 
Aragon and Braum are still questioning and still having their discussions and whatnot, but Aragon is basically reflecting on stuff. And this is what he says. Why me? Aragon asked himself. What made him so special that he should become a writer? Did you ever meet my mother? He blurted. Braum looked grave. Yes, I did. What was she like? The old man sighed. She was full of dignity and pride, like Garrow. Ultimately, it was her downfall, but it was one of her greatest gifts nevertheless. She always helped the poor and the less fortunate, no matter what her situation. You knew her well, asked Aragon, startled. Well enough to miss her when she was gone. Yeah. That, that, that is not the way you talk about someone you don't know that is not the way you talk about an acquaintance that is the way you talk about a lover or a very good friend and i'm gonna just leave it at that i'm gonna just leave it at that and we can move on but aragon has both mommy and daddy issues and he needs to be in therapy uh I'm just going to say that I will be laughing at you <laughs> very soon. Why? Not saying another thing, but I'm going to be laughing. Are you saying Aragon doesn't have mommy and daddy issues? No, it's not what I'm saying. Okay, whatever. Um. Anyway, so the Urgles show up, right? And... Aragon is basically like calling out to Safira, like, hey, hey, get Brom. And you really see her humor here because she just like grabs him and doesn't tell him anything. And he's like, um, what the hell are you doing? And she doesn't tell him anything. And then Aragon comes back and is like, what is happening? And Brom's like, get your dragon off of me. <laughs> it really made me laugh. Safira, um, you really see her youth in that moment that she's not like, oh, like explain to him what's happening. No, she's just, just following what was said. Get Brom. Yeah, for sure. So that's all about right. all the reflections I have. You don't have any reflections on the confrontation with the oracles? I mean, I just was mostly going to get into that next time, but it just was Aragon being a dumbass teenager. What else do you want me to say? We've gone over that ad nauseum. All right. Um, all right, let's go with your predictions. Okay, so first and foremost, I really feel like Helen, Jode, they're going to come back. I think that Helen is going to rat them out to the Empire or something like that. Um, second, I don't know if this is as much of a prediction as it is a want, a desire, a deep longing for me. But I really want Solemnbaum to join the party and come back and be with us all the time because I love him. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the next time, obviously, I think Aragon, he's not going to choose to side with the Empire. That's pretty obvious. Um, and then my next one, we kind of already talked about that Braum is way more important than we were led to believe. And I think that pretty soon we're going to find out like more of what's going on with Braum and more of like why he seems to be ancient and if it's something with his sword or something like that i don't know all good predictions all good predictions 
Well, what are your thoughts? Um, I just like, I remember reading this chapter as a kid. This is like 14 year old and be like, when he lands in front of the Urkels, I'm like, yeah, like be a hero. You're going to do the action and all that stuff. And then it's talking and then he makes this mistake. And I'm like, oh, there are consequences for actions. Yeah, it is really dumb. And I, one of the reasons why I wanted to save it till later is because of the conversation Brom and him have. And he's like, I didn't want them to die. It's like, they would kill you. Why wouldn't you kill them? Hmm. Yeah. Well, you got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the Inheritance Cycle page by page podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Inheritance Cycle page by page podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Inheritance Page or email us at inheritancepage at gmail.com. Make sure you join us on Discord in the Cups podcasting and more. All links are in the episode description. May good fortune rule over you. May the stars watch over you and may peace live in your heart.